You're listening to the Eastside Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. This sermon was recently preached at our church. We want to encourage you to visit our website at eastsidesf.com. Now, enjoy today's sermon. Uh, as, as Brother Jet said, this is not necessarily a uh, message. Um, it, it, it may be a mess. I, I'm not for sure. Uh, but I, again, I just want to share with you something that, that the Lord was working on me about um, and something that the Lord really taught me, a hard lesson that I had to learn um, before I feel like I'd ever get this opportunity um, even to be here this summer. Again, it's not going to be much of a sermon, and it may sound familiar. I'm, I'm going to use a, use a text that, that we looked at um, several weeks ago. And so uh, if you take your Bibles, don't stand. Turn to Genesis chapter 39. Genesis chapter 39. Now, I'm going to give you some details, some background to my life and some of my thinking uh, coming into the last uh, year or so. And I, it may sound like it's uh, worthless or, or it, it, it doesn't matter, and it, it doesn't, uh, but I just want to uh, try and help you understand where I'm coming from. And, uh, and so hopefully just bear with me, and uh, hopefully it goes well. Jacob, your water is on the left side, mine is on the right side. don't want to expose anybody. All right. So growing up, I, I always knew that I wanted to be in the ministry. I, I know I mentioned that earlier. I never really wanted to do anything else. I always wanted to to be in ministry, to to be a youth music, a youth guy, and a music guy. That, that's all I've wanted to do. Uh, that has always been my dream, and, and it still is. Uh, what I believe God desires for my life. With that in mind, my, my whole life, I've been chomping at the bit to be able to get into ministry, to, to start living God's dream for my life. I just wanted to get into it, and, uh, and I'll be honest, at some points I felt like I was just wasting my time, and, uh, and that's kind of where we're starting here. Um, to, to start the road to ministry, I knew that I needed to go to Bible college. I, I needed to go to Heartland, and uh, that required me going for four years. That, that's the plan uh, I'm going to be a youth music major. That, that's what God wanted me to do. I knew that's what I was supposed to do. But I decided to wait a year to go to college. Um, my, my dad counseled me to do that. Uh, that's what my brother did. I didn't necessarily understand it at, at the time. Um, but that's what I did. And, and the Lord did use it in, in some pretty big ways. I won't go into that. But he definitely used that. But this would become a kind of a point of discontentment later on in my life. Um, but that's what I did. And along the way, um, my senior year of high school, I met a girl, Brielle, and, uh, and I knew before, before she even knew, probably anyone else, that I was going to marry that girl. And uh, so I decided that, and we grew our relationship through that year that I waited, um, but I decided to, to get married uh, two years into college. And so that meant because, because I was going to get married, I needed to work after my first year of college. And so that meant no, no being on a music group, no interning, um, anything like that. I, I just decided to work. And that, that was all right. That was good. But the desire that, that God had called me uh, to do what I, felt like I, what, I, what I felt like I wanted to do um, was still in the back of my mind. I, I wanted to be in ministry. I wanted to serve the Lord. But I still had three years of Bible college. So um, the next year, um, this is kind of the time that, that God called pastor to be uh, the pastor here, Eastside, and and we've we've always had a close relationship. I, 
we, we, we've been very close uh, throughout going through the youth group and all that. We've been close, and, and I knew that, you know, if, if the Lord allowed it, if it was God's will, then I, I'd want to work for, work for Brother Jet and uh, just help him. And, and wherever he was at, I wanted to be there and helping him. And so if that was the Lord's will, that's what I wanted to do. So he, he's leaving to come here. He has no staff, and there's so much potential um, I, I got to see pictures, and, and he told me about it, and I was like, man, I, I would love to do that. I, I would want to come here and help him if possible. But physically, I was at Heartland. Mentally, I wanted to be here. My, my heart wanted to be here, but I still had two and a half years at Heartland. And the seed, once again, was planted that I, I wanted to be in ministry. I wanted to be doing the work, but I, I knew it, it just wouldn't work out. And I'll be honest, I, I, I kind of started to get a bad attitude. I, I started to become discontent with, with God's timing, with, with God's plan. I, I felt like I, I should be further along. I, I could be doing so much more. I'm, I'm just, I'm here at Bible college. What, what am I doing? I, I could actually be in ministry. I, I, I was becoming discontent with, with God's plan. And so that summer, uh, it was the summer that Curtis and Jacob came here uh, to intern, and I got married, which was awesome. Um, I'll obviously never regret that decision, um, but the, the Lord opened a door where I could intern at my home church in Stillwater part-time. Now, I, I wanted to intern the, the whole summer, but it, it just didn't work out. Again, um, I was married, so we, we had bills, and, and I needed to pay that, and so I knew that, um, but for some different reasons, I had to drop a day at the church and uh, keep working, and so again, I, I was like, man, I, I, I got an opportunity to intern at my church, um, but it's like, it's like it's just getting taken away from me. I just have less and less time. I, I want to be, be doing what's, what, what I feel like I'm called to do. Why, why can I do more of this? And, and so I just kept on going that, even that summer, with, it, with just a bad attitude, discontentment. Um, I, I wasn't getting to do the things that I thought that I was supposed to be doing, the things that I wanted to do. And so we came here uh, to visit Sioux Falls that summer, and uh, I just got, I got to meet Brother Heath, and I was like, man, I, I want to I be with Brother Heath. This is awesome. No, <laughs> I got to meet you all, and I was like, man, I would love it if we could be here. I, I would love just to, to come here and work and maybe intern. That's what I thought. I thought, man, I, wanna, I just want to be here, be, be with the Jets, help, help this church out. And, and even after that visit, then my attitude just, just got worse. I was like, man, God, I, I, I want to be doing, I want to be doing what I want to do. I, I want to do these things. And why, why can't I just be done? Why can't I just be, be done with school? And, you know, I, I, I thought, you know, maybe pastor would, would offer me an opportunity. Uh, maybe he would talk to me about it. And he never did. He, 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 he never asked me about it. I was like, man, why, why isn't he talking to me about it? And I even thought, well, hey, maybe, maybe I could talk to him about it. And, and that's kind of one of those things that my wife tells me, you know, that's probably not a good idea. I don't, I don't think you should do that. And so like, man, I'll, I'll listen to her. And uh, I, I didn't talk to him. And, and looking back on it, that's what I needed. I, 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 didn't, I didn't need that at that point because I was just a, in a bad place. I, I, I had a bad attitude. I was discontent with where God had me. As I went back to school, I really just wanted to be in ministry. I wanted to come here. I just wanted to do something that that would be like ministry and I was frustrated with God's timing I thought if that if I was going to go anywhere with with God's calling if I was going to go anywhere with my dream then I needed to do it it needed to be in my timing but instead 
God had, God had different plans. And, and I, I was just frustrated. I'd gone through every scenario in my mind how I could do what I wanted to do. And then I was preparing a sermon for one of my classes. And uh, it's a sermon that I preached here uh, at the very beginning. And it was from Genesis 39 with Joseph. Genesis 39. And here, Joseph, he, he's in a place that I'm sure that he did not want to be. He, he could have had all the reasons to complain every reason to be discontent. Yet here we see that Joseph did not let discontentment rule his life. And, and it even goes, goes on in, in, in uh, chapter 39 that, that the Lord really blessed Joseph. And I believe it was because he was content. He was content in a hard place. He was content with so many things that were going wrong in his life. He didn't let discontentment rule his life. And I, I wanna look back at, at, at the situation that, that we looked at before. In verse 7, and I'm just going to read, read these verses here. Uh, chapter 39, verse 7. And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph, and she said, Lie with me. But he refused and said unto his master's wife, Behold, my master wotteth not what is with me in the house, and he hath committed all that he hath to my hand. There is none greater in this house than I, neither hath he kept back anything from me but thee, because thou art his wife." How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? And I, I would go on and, and explain the story, but I already preached that message. I don't, I don't want to re-preach it. But here, Joseph, Joseph acknowledged that he had been given so much by God. He, he had been given so much. And he, he realized that even in a circumstance that, that he, he could have thought, man, I, I have nothing. I, I've been put here. I've been sold into slavery. I've been done so wrong. But he, he didn't think about that. Instead, he, he focused on what, on what God had given him, all the things that God had blessed him with, instead of what he hadn't. And, and that, that, is, that is a huge reason why I believe God blessed Joseph, was because even through, through bad circumstances, even through hard times, Joseph chose to be content with where God had him. Amen. Joseph was never discontent with God's timing. Yes. And I thought to myself, man, here I am, I am so blessed. I, I have so many great relationships. I, I've been given so much by God. And, and I, I could go on and on uh, uh, of things that, that God has done in my life. And it was like I was turning my back on those things. I was just focusing so much on, on what I wanted and, and all the things that I thought I was supposed to do. All the things that I, I thought I was supposed to be, the places that I was supposed to be. I got my eyes off of all the things that God had given me, all the opportunities that I had uh, to, to, to make an impact, to, to influence where I was at. I became discontent with where I was at. Why should God give me anything? I, I saw Joseph, someone who, who had been so wrong, someone who was in a, in a spot that was way worse than me. I, I wasn't even in a bad spot. It was just my flesh. And here Joseph is, someone who has actually done wrong, Someone, someone who is in a hard circumstance, and yet he was like, man, the Lord has blessed me. How, how could I sin against God? How, how could I let sin in my life? And here I am, just discontent with, with my, own, my own emotions, my own feelings, and, and I'm, I'm frustrated at God. And I was like, man, God, just forgive me. Please forgive me. I, I have been focused on all the wrong things. I've been focused on everything that I wanted instead of what God wanted. And I just had to get back to a place where I was focusing on what God had given me 
instead of what he hadn't. And, and that, that is the only time that, that God can, can bless. I realize it's the only time that God can bless me. It's the only time I can be right with the Lord is when I'm thankful and when I'm con- content with where he has me. And, and so I, I just had to get to a place that I realized I'd been ungrateful. I had been discontent. I'd been frustrated with God and, and the things that I thought he should be doing. And, and I, I just had to get on my knees and ask forgiveness from the Lord because I was being so selfish. And, and God used this story, God used Joseph and his contentment in, in hard times to help me realize how selfish I was being and, and how unrealistic I was being. And, and so I, I, I just decided, you know what, Lord? Whatever you want to do, if, if this means that I am in Bible college for eight years, whatever it means, I, I will do what you want me to do. And, and the Lord really blessed that. And, and I had to come to a place where I was thankful for what the Lord had given me. And, and honestly, I, I did not think that I would um, get to intern here. I, I didn't think that I would get to do that. And I, I'd even resigned to the fact, hey, you know, maybe, maybe God has me work a secular job and I do something else. Whatever it is, I just want to be thankful for it. I'm going to be thankful for it. And, and I just decided to give God uh, his timing. And I, I wanted to give God the timing for my life, the timing for my plans. And I gave it to him. And then Brielle and I just decided, you know what? If God wants to work something out in our lives, if we want to do something, uh, then God's just going to have to bring it about. God's going to have to work it out. And, uh, and, and I, I, won't, I won't go into the details, but, but God really did work it out. And, and, and I, even Pastor would tell you that, that, that God just worked through some different ways to, um, to, to put it on his heart to, to talk to me and uh, to even do something like this, this internship this summer, that it was not in my plans at all. It, it was not, and I don't even think it was in Pastor's plans. But, but God, God just worked it out, and, and it was only until I got to the place where I could realize that I'd been selfish. I just had to give the timing to the Lord, and, and he blessed it. And so I'm, I, this is something that, that it, it was a year and a half for me to, to learn this lesson, and it's something that the Lord used to help me to get back to a place where I was humble, and I was willing to let God do anything with my life. So I, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe, there, maybe there's something um, that, that God is working on you about. Maybe, maybe you are uh, at a point where, where uh, you just need to give something to, give something to the Lord. And, and, and uh, you know, it, it is a daily decision that, that we've got to give our desires, our emotions, our feelings, our timing to God and just let him work it out. And, and it is a daily decision, even as Joseph had, had to, to face discontentment in his life. Um, he had to decide every day to give those things to the Lord. And, and I'll be honest, the, the thing that reminded me of this, I, I wasn't going to do this, um, but the thing that reminded me of it was, I started thinking this week, man, this summer's flown by, and, and I, I, I want more time here. I don't, I don't necessarily want to go home. I, I, I want to stay right here and, and keep working and, and helping pastor and, and getting to know you all. And then it's like the Lord brought me back to this passage. You know what? Just be content. Be content with where I have you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back and, and, and finish a year of school. And, uh, and that's, what, that's what the Lord has for me. That, that's God's plan. And I just have to be content with that. I have to, I have to be thankful for, for where God has me. I'm thankful that I got this time here and now. And I, I've just got to be thankful for that and just follow God's timing. And so, I, again, I know this, this wasn't much of a message. It wasn't much of a sermon. Uh, it's not much that you can uh, just give an invitation for. 
Um, but that's, this is what the Lord laid on my heart. And I, I hope that it's an encouragement to you maybe just to, to, to give, give your plans, give your desires to the Lord. And, and don't, don't try to work it out yourself. Uh, give it to God and, and he will do uh, what he wants with you. And, and, and it'll be much better than, than you could ever ask for. So I, I don't know how the Lord may speak to you, uh, but that's how he used it in my life to just focus on what God has given instead of what I lack, instead of the things that I think I need. Just focus on what God has given and he'll bless you for it. So I'm going to pray and we're going to have another song. And as the ladies come up, uh, I'll pray and we'll get right on into the service. Amen. Well, this is one of those moments where I came up here and for the first time, I do not have anything written down. And that's very intentional. (laughs) Because most people think that's a terrible idea not to come up here with anything prepared. But knowing myself and how long-winded I could potentially be, there's actually a greater risk in me coming up here with something written down because then in the event that I lose it in the process like I did last year, then what I intended to be 15 minutes could probably get stretched out to 30 or something. So as of right now, I have a text. I kind of have in here what I want to say, but I think uh, the Lord will hopefully use that. But kind of uh, along the same lines as what Samuel did, this was probably be more of a testimony than a message format as I've, as I've done throughout the summer. But um, I don't know, really the only, what can you say? I mean, especially this being my second summer here, I mean, already knowing people and, and just making the already, you know, created connections just so much deeper and uh, so much more uh, just important to me. Um, so, I mean, and, and a lot of the question, I think that gets asked, and so I'll, I'll just, I'll just default, I guess, to the, uh, to the, uh, the biggest questions that I ask is, you know, what's, what's some of the, the biggest things that you've learned this summer, or, or what's the biggest thing that you've learned this summer? Well, to be honest, I, I showed up here with quite a few questions already in my mind. I mean, I had some, some circumstances play out at home and you know that that generated some questions and and then I even you know this being you know my fourth year at Bible college and and you know with the end kind of being right on the horizon there you have other questions you know like what is what is after college going to look like for me and you know this summer to me was like I'm, I'm gonna find find the answers to that this summer I'm gonna I'm gonna seek that with all of my heart and and I guess the biggest thing that I learned this summer was I got, I got my answer, but just not necessarily, I wouldn't say it wasn't the answer that I wanted, maybe in matters of specifics, but it was definitely the answer that I needed. And I think, I think in part that, that issue, I mean, actually, I should probably go ahead and give you the text, turn to Ecclesiastes chapter 12, I'll let you go ahead and get there, and like Samuel, I won't, I won't make you all stand, and we'll, we'll get to it here in a second. But really with all the, all the questions that I had in my mind as far as what I wanted to answer, you know, what's after school going to look like? What's the future hold for me? And, and, I, 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 and looking back, I can see my tendency that we as people tend to overcomplicate our lives and, and you know, our expectations and our dreams. And, and I'll even admit this summer, I mean, Pastor, what was it? Was it January when you talked to, talked to me, whenever you came down for the church planners conference? And that was, that was when I, I, I for sure knew that I would be coming back here for a second time. And, and as soon as he said that, thoughts were in my mind, like, I already know people there. I know what goes on. 
and like he said, you know, this ain't my first rodeo. I'm going to be able to jump right in and, 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 you know, get involved in something. And I had I, more or less, you know, these grand expectations for, for what I would be able to do or the certain roles that I'm going to be able to pick up. And I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have this much, serve in this much of a capacity or I'm going to carry this much of a weight or tackle these, these complex projects that, that maybe pastor would like to see done but doesn't have the time to and, you know, have all these ideas. And, 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 but, but leading up to that, I, I got here and, and due to the circumstances of, of both the coronavirus and, and then in the short months leading up to that, I mean, sitting down with pastor for, for my first meeting, he gave me my, my list of things to do. And I thought that doesn't really sound a lot like what I was planning on, but uh, I, I did it. <laughs> and it, honestly, I, I, looking back, I think that was what he's had me do was more valuable to me than what I had imagined for myself. I mean, this role, I mean, I, I imagine because I was supposed to have another guy come up with me, but due to health reasons, he couldn't. I imagine myself, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be helping organize camp. I'm going to be you know, helping get together some sort of neighborhood activity to reach the people out here and get them acquainted with our church so that way we can reach them or, or develop this outreach program and, and build it up. And again, all these grand expectations, but when I got here... Um, I mean, it was kind of a hard pill to swallow. When first thing I was asked to do was just just get on my hands and knees outside and pull weeds and and spray them, and then you know, like I kind of said earlier, you know, go behind and 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 do just trimming and and picking up just these minute things and. You know, for someone in, in Bible college, you can almost think, you know, yeah, you know, you almost wrestle with contentment there. You know, I've received all this training here, you know, and for what? You know, if I'm going to, you know, come and do these, these, just these little tasks. But, but that was the, the biggest lesson that I learned this summer was seeing the value in those little things. And, and that <laughs> pastor asking me to come up and kind of, you know, give a testimony about that, you know, I got, I got on and off that high horse last week. That was kind of the whole point. So, like, what am I going to say when I get up here? But, no, this summer was, was filled up a lot, rather, with me paying attention to really, really small details. And, and you know, being a part of a family and, and part of how, you know, what's been, what's been going on in the, in the lives of my family and trying to be the help that I can there and then just you know individual things that have come across my way from other people and and even in small ways that I wouldn't think even just being the guy with the truck and helping people move I mean it was just a summer full of these little things and so to so the answer that God gave me from this summer to to answer my question of what does my future look like for me you know what what are the expectations that I'm supposed to rise to meet here you know what what does the future look like for me is found here in Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and we're going to look at verse number 13 it says let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter fear God and keep his commandments for this is the somewhat of the duty of man. It's the, the part way duty of man. It's just the now and again duty of man. No, it is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every 
secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. And so when, when thinking about this right here, you know, I can't help but go back and look at Solomon and again, you know, that for, from coming like from someone like Solomon, who if you, if you remember Solomon's life, he was born to the son of King David, who was promised to have an even more prosperous kingdom than his father, could have had anything that he ever wanted. You know, asked, he asked the Lord for wisdom and the Lord gave it to him. And as he grew, he, he understood like, okay, I, I'm supposed to, to build this kingdom for God. And, and then he, the question that he then had to ask himself in that position was, okay, how am I going to get there? You know, what is it that I'm going to have to do? And then his mind kind of, kind of got going and in the tendency to overcomplicate things, like I think we're all prone to do, we, we see Solomon begin extremely well, but, but somewhere along the lines, as he's trying to achieve that goal of, of answering his question, how am I going to establish this great kingdom? He overcomplicated the answer to his question and he totally lost sight of, of the point. Until he gets to the end of his life right here. He thought, well, a king, he's supposed to have a great army. He's supposed to have numerous possessions. He's supposed to have so many resources and things to enjoy. And he built up wives and he built up gold and multiplied gold and he multiplied his horses. And, and, then, and then that caused him to get off track. And not only did he not answer his question, but, but in the end, his kingdom as a result and because of his son was divided. That was the result. But at the end of Solomon's life, you know, I, the, they believe that the book of Ecclesiastes was written by Solomon towards the end of his life. And, you know, after having lived this life of luxury and after having overcomplicated his life with all these possessions, he, he, he kind of comes to himself and realizes that, you know, all of this that I thought was going to answer my question or, or lead me to the result that I looked for, you know, it was vanity. It was empty. It did not get me anywhere. And so finally, everything comes full circle to right here, the very end of this book, the conclusion of the entire matter of this, of the entirety of his life living, living in vanity is that fear God and keep his commandments for this is the whole duty of man for God's going to bring every work into judgment and every secret thing whether it be good or whether it be evil. And that more or less is the same answer that at the end of this summer, at, at the end of everything that, I, that, I've, that I've learned, all the lessons that I've learned, both the easy ones and the difficult ones, you know, that, uh, that, that, that's the conclusion that, that was the answer that I was given. I was not given, you know, what, what is this going to look like? What's my future going to look like? Am, am I destined to, to serve on staff somewhere or am I not? Am I... Am I supposed to fill some sort of great role or, or am I going to be, am I going to be some sort of layman or, or am I going to do some great thing or accomplish some great task or how am I going to get there? How am I going to accomplish this? And I did not receive the answer yes or no. The answer is fear God keep his commandments and all those and all those little things that I had to do and all the little things that I've had to do this summer with from the from the bruises on my knees and the sunburns on my neck and you know the the tears that I cried at night from having to watch some of the circumstances that I had no control over from people that I cared about and just from the from from the limited things that I was able to do but understand that this is what was put in front of me therefore this is what I have to do and that is going to yield the result that I'm looking for 
And sometimes, and, and because we're so prone to overcomplicate that, we lose, we can, we can lose sight of it, and we can, we can look. No, I have to find the answer to to, to this question, and it, it needs to be something substantial. I mean, you, looking into the future, it can't just be every day. Well, it is every day, actually. And and like I said, I, I'm kind of going off the cuff here, and and I'm just gonna stumble over my words a little bit. But I I have. There is nothing greater on my heart this summer than what's been laid down for me right here and that I cannot stress to you enough how important it is to take care of the little things here because that's what's going to be, that's what's going to move this body forward. That's what's going to maintain that spirit of unity. That's what's going to grow everyone together. And that's what's going to enable us to reach the community more is not by, not by taking a step back and looking like, what am, what am I going to do to become great in this in order to reach more people? You know, what am I going to do in order to, to achieve some sort of position that's going to allow us to move forward? Or, or even, yes, in those moments where you lay there and you, you weep over, over the circumstances that are outside of your control. And you say, you know, how am I going to help this person? How am I going to reach them? You know, how, how am I going to turn the world upside down in order for it to come out the way that I think it should? And, the answer, and, and it's not some overcomplicated, convoluted process. The answer lies in the everyday little things that God requires of you to do. He's not looking for you to have some sort of, to have some sort of grand expectation or title or, or accolade to your name. What he asks from you is obedience Every day, because everything is going to be taken into consideration. And how you treat those little things every day is going to determine the big things that you're handed tomorrow. That, that's, that's the conclusion of the whole matter. And so, uh, realistically, that's the only thing that I have for this evening. It's a, kind of a crash landing. Uh, <laughs> I don't really have that much of a conclusion, but he said, give you what's on my heart, and, and that is that I cannot stress the importance of that lesson because looking back, you almost, you almost have to look at it with some regret and you can think of what were the opportunities that I missed because I was so focused on the big things or the big overcomplicated complex solutions to the questions that I have to answer tomorrow by, by neglecting the little things that need to be taken care of today. Because if the little things that need to be taken care of today are neglected, then you're not going to be able to reach those things that you're looking at tomorrow. And, and so tonight, if, if you, you may be sitting here with your own sor- sorts of questions, and maybe you're in, in my position or a little bit younger, and you're, you're kind of nervous about the future and thinking, okay, I'm about to take a step into the next big chapter of my life, and I, there are so many unknowns, and I'm scrambling for answers, and I'm looking for something to grab onto, and, and I just, I don't know what to do, and my brain is wore out from thinking, and realistically, it's not as difficult as you're making it on yourself. And you're, you're, you're a parent, and you have, you have a child who's not making good decisions, or, or you, you're, you're in a position of, of a teacher, or, or, or as a coworker and, and trying to reach people or guide people to do the right thing, and you think, they keep doing this, and I need to get inside their mind, or I need to figure out what's motivating them to do this, and, and, and try, to, try to work your way through this maze of complexities of, of how we've made ourselves, and in reality, what, what's going to do the best and what's going to be most effective in, in changing both other people and yourself and, 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 in, and in becoming that which, which God is going to want you to be and enabling you and putting you in that position for God to make you into what he wants you to be is to fear God 
and keep his commandments because that is your whole duty. There should be, there should be nothing else on that radar other than day-to-day fearing God and making sure that, okay, I may, I may not have control over what's sitting here in front of me, but I do, I do have control over what's right here. So if I do what's right with what's right here, then when I make that step forward, then, then whatever's given to me next, I'll do what's right here. And then you'll find yourself, when you look back, you'll understand I am exactly where God wants me to be, not because I had some sort of big dream for myself or not because I answered some sort of complex questions, because I did what I was supposed to with the little things that I was given and that's why I'm getting to enjoy the, the big things that are given to me now. And so I'll, I suppose I'll, I'll close this in prayer. That, that's really, that's all I have for you. It's, it's straightforward. It needs no, I think, no further exposition. And once again, since this is kind of a testimony, I want to stress again how much I love you all. And uh, <laughs> If I can stand here again sometime, I would. <laughs> if I can sit down here sometime with y'all, I would be very, very, very happy to. I'm going to miss y'all and think about you a lot. And just thank you for the family that you've been to me and for the individual lessons that I've learned from each and every one of you, for the investments that have been put into my life that, that not only helped me to, to reflect and see the value of this lesson that I was supposed to learn this summer, but, but to kind of hammer that in because I do see that in people here. And, that, that, and it makes me, that, that's what makes this departure so bittersweet is that the potential of this place is so busting at the seams. You don't want to miss a moment of it. And so if I, if I could pick, I wouldn't have to, but that's the process that I'm in. And so, in due diligence to, to this text, I have to fear God and to keep the commandments that he's given to me and, and progress forward through the process that he has me placed in. But, but likewise, in the, in the hope that maybe one day we'll all get to see each other again, then we'll all hopefully continue to, to walk along that same way. We want to encourage you to visit our website at eastsidesf.com.